In the bustling world of advertising where creativity meets commerce, one might not immediately envision a transition into the realm of grassroots philanthropy. Today's story of Brian Schwartz, a former vice president at a prominent Manhattan agency, is testament to the extraordinary and unexpected journeys that life can carve out for those willing to embrace change. As the saying goes, adversity can be the seed of innovation, and in Brian's case, it led to a remarkable transformation that transcended the confines of Madison Avenue. His story is a captivating exploration of how a former advertising luminary traded taglines for tireless dedication, and in doing so, became a beacon of hope and compassion in the most unexpected of places. In today's episode, we unravel the tapestry of Brian's journey, tracing the steps from corporate corridors to the serene lawns of a heartfelt initiative. And what is this initiative? Mowing lawns. Yes, you heard me right. Let's find out more. Welcome to the podcast, Brian. Thank you for having me, Taj. I appreciate that um, amazing introduction. So, Your story is one of profound reinvention and you know that reminds us that sometimes the most meaningful chapters in life are penned not in the pursuit of profit but in the pursuit of profound purpose can you share the specific moment or experience that inspired you to start mowing lawns for others sure yeah i appreciate that so um rewind to uh the height of the pandemic early uh, 2020. Um, as we all know, it was a stressful, uncertain time um, with societal unrest. Um, and, you know, uh, come summertime of 2020, I was notified, along with a few others soon after me, that we were losing our job. At that time, I had a um, uh, a wife at home who was eight months pregnant. So we were due for a newborn, our first newborn, coupled with uh, my late father. Uh, at the time, he was battling uh, terminal brain cancer. So it, thank you. Yeah. So um, a lot going on internally, losing uh, an income, um, yeah. uh, seeing, you know, the news with mil millions of others losing their jobs. And um you know reading every like I'm, I'm sorry go ahead sorry yeah so pretty depressing times and something positive coming out of it so why mowing lawns yeah so um in that moment like a couple of days later you know i'm you know battling you know just sitting at home like moping around like having a pretty much like a panic attack uh trying to figure out income replacement for family and Mowing my own lawn just was a, a form of therapy, getting outside. This was, you know, um, gyms were closed. We weren't getting exercise. I, I like to get exercise. And so being outdoors was a therapeutic way for me just to, like, clear my head while I figure out life. And I wanted to do more and be more. And I, at the time, I was tuning out social media. And um, mm -hmm. at the same time, I was wanting to kind of be a part of something that was just creating some form of good news. So I took ownership. Instead of sitting around and moping around and thinking about my own resume, I was, you know, seeing how families weren't even able to have proper burials. You know, I was thinking about my late grandfather, 
who just passed just months prior to the pandemic starting. And we, we thankfully had a proper burial, burial. And so I can only imagine the stress that other families were going through at the time. So I just, you know, I just, I literally just, um, to keep my mind stimulated, I was advertising, uh, with limited funds saved up, um, testing out, you know, Facebook ads, uh, Mm -hmm. driving, you know, uh, leads, uh, nearby within like a five mile radius. So I was you know, advertising to, you know, 65 and older, uh, just wanting to help out older people that probably just couldn't do it. Um, and, um, you know, I got a few people on board, uh, just locally in my own neighborhood. And it was just the perfect storm of events between millions of people losing their jobs, seniors being vulnerable to the virus. And instead of me just sitting around, you know, I was doing something positive, uh, for my local community and word spread. Like I think in a parallel universe, if a pandemic didn't happen or I didn't lose my job, I might have not have made that decision to do something positive oh, until yeah, I figured out the next step in my life. Um, I was just doing something to kind of, I was also worried about like my resume and a gap in my resume. So I wanted to kind mm-hmm. of like speak about the proactivity and yes. just keep my mind sharp. And as people were reaching out uh, to offer help, like they, they might have been either laid off or furloughed or just had some spare time working from home, like taking a lunch hour. And I'm realizing, you know, we're getting all this like you know, local publicity. And between that, we're getting people reaching out to me. You got people asking to help. I'm like, we're onto this like platform to connect people looking for help and people that want to help. So as more leads are coming in, I'm realizing we'll have to start almost like delegating. And so we have like local volunteers here in North Jersey helping mm-hmm. out elderly, um, which eventually um, trend, transpired into, as we're on premise, people that might have served in the military or dealing with disabilities. So we're not like, you know, discriminating 65 and older. There might be some that are, you know, 50 and might be, you know, dealing with, you know, a foreclosure or um, dealing with hospice at home. Um, so just providing relief to others in need. And, you know, news started to spread more like in the mainstream media. And, you know, I'm starting to get like these comments, not just online, but airmail. Like people are, even people that were not helping directly at that time, in that moment, they were looking for uplifting news and wrote a letter, uh, a few, a bunch wrote letters. And that really like impacted me realizing like, this is more than just like myself, like, uh, you know, we're, we're creating yes. like hope and yeah. wanted to scale that feeling. And I'm realizing like inadvertently, I kind of like found myself like uplifting others at a time when they really needed it. And so um, it's, it became more than just a time filler, but like a passion project mm-hmm. wanting to mm-hmm. scale kindness. So I'm viewing like lawn care and lawn mowing almost as like a byproduct a byproduct of our actual mission to spread kindness. You know, fast forward to, uh, you know, three years later to this present day, still keeping it going uh, as time permits. I am thankfully back to work full time with a a contract job uh, in the e-commerce field in advertising. And I have uh, my employer's blessing to keep this going as time permits. Um, It's it's helping me be productive as well, like doing something with, you know, purpose. Um, and fast forward to today, again, like we have over 500 volunteers enlisted across 46 states across the USA and even some enlisted, yeah, and some enlisted even overseas in Australia and South Korea, a, a cluster in Toronto. 
So just putting all the pieces together, you know, there's a mass, like there's a massive demand for our services now. Like we've created a brand. Um, our I want to mow your lawn is a registered trademark now. Um, you know, we, we created a GoFundMe uh, to make it an official 501c3 uh, going back a few years ago. Um, at the time, my father, who, who I mentioned uh, prior, he, you know, he was, you know, while he's battling his own battles, he had the presence of mind to make a contribution to that GoFundMe. So that's been part of my internal motivation. Um, you know, even though he's passed, I, you know, wanted to, you know, make him proud personally. And, you know, now I have a, my uh, three-year-old at home um, who oh. is not old enough to operate a mower, but he's internalizing things that I'm doing. I'm hoping to instill some of the, you know, uh, lessons that I've, you know, learned along the way he's in terms seeing of you giving. Yeah, he's seeing you giving. Compassion, resilience, yes. um, all the uh, good traits with hopes that maybe he doesn't mow for others, but he does something good in the world. Um, so uh, that's my internal motivation. Yes, true, very true. Yeah. Now, uh, of course, your advertising skills played a big role in the growth and you know expansion of uh, this service that you're providing. What is it that that is required from somebody who needs to have their lawn mode? Uh, what is the criteria basically? How do you decide that this is the person who is going to get your service? Yeah, so we there, there's four different ways that um, we don't like to call them clients, but Right now, they like right. you know, their service yes. service recipients, um, those that truly are in need. Yeah, so there's four different ways that they have they reach out to us. It's either through our voicemail system. We have a, a dedicated main line. Uh, mm -hmm. We have our website intake form, email, and social media. We try to direct most to our website where we collect as much information up front as possible. Um, a lot of iterations to this day, like uh, in terms of learnings and things we have asked over time that we've now included up front to collect as much information as possible. Everything that, uh, you know, you know, someone might be super motivated to fill out that form. So um, we're asking everything under the sun outside of their eye colors and their social security numbers, but everything about, you know, how many in the household, uh, we give again. These a lot of them are just optional, but we give options for uh, uploading household in, uh, income, how many people are in the household, um, if they happen to have a, uh, a citation, and what that deadline might look like, and how much that uh, citation might be, if they happen to have landscaping equipment or they don't. So there's a myriad of things that we're trying to connect the dots on one side and marry that up with the volunteers that we have enlisted on the other side. Um, you know, we recently received a, a grant through a, a local credit union, enabling us to develop a, a lead scoring system to help us prioritize and give like a, a higher score to the ones that are in the most pressing need through a, a variety of factors. So, yeah, we've come a long way, like just dating back to one year ago, we were doing manual lookups of uh, a client street address. And everyone in our Excel file of, you know, that might be in that state and typing in their address to see if they might be within a 20 mile radius or so. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to today, you know, we've made tremendous strides uh, in terms of sustainability by connecting um, in real time, you know, with some like API integrations and Google like lookups. We're getting real time notifications if there's a volunteer nearby or not. 
And that way, and so we have like a flow to kind of like just one actual example. There was a woman in Charlotte that was facing a fine. Um, it was like June 30th that she received it and she had to get it mowed by July 10th. We, she didn't submit her form. She didn't locate, discover us or submit her information to us until like July 8th or July 9th. So within a matter of a day, we had a volunteer nearby and knock it down in time. So that's just testament to like the strides that we're making. You know, yeah. uh, again, last year we had, you know, a few different per, uh, virtual paid assistants. Wasn't the most sustainable cost wise and uh, scalability. So uh, just making improvements every day. Wonderful. Let's take a break to understand what Jazuba is. Everyone at some point ponders on how this beautiful life can be made more meaningful. Maybe you're a leader trying to enhance your employees' experience at your organization. Or you already work for the community and seek volunteers with state-of-the-art skills to strengthen your nonprofit. Whatever your situation, know that you can make a difference. Chizuba began with this very vision. A vision to facilitate every skill and every passion in the world in meeting a social need. Corporate volunteering has several benefits for both businesses and organizations. In parallel, experienced and enthusiastic volunteers join NGO workers, enabling them to serve the community more effectively. Jazuba offers everyone looking to add purpose and meaning to their lives a chance to connect or volunteer virtually with non-profit organizations from over 100 countries around the world. Visit www.chizuba.net and explore opportunities to find meaning. Chizuba, your platform to do good. And now, back with our guest. I, I can imagine uh, the logistics and the challenges that you would face in matching the volunteer to the service client or the beneficiary. Now, are all of these... Uh, you mentioned some of these can be younger as well, right? Just that they need to have the need to have their lawn mowed and they need to have a reason why they cannot mow it themselves, right? So you evaluate and you vet this entire process. Yeah. So, I mean, going back to our, our intake form, like we ask a lot more information about like what limits you from day-to-day -day activities. Like the last thing we want to do is also like um, make you know, volunteers feel uncomfortable if they arrive and they see a kid that's 18 years old that probably is physically abled. So that's why, like, we ask all this information up front. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, we have to tell a story as well. Like, it's just it's just one part. Like, we, yes, we're, we're getting all these leads, but then there's another whole area that we have to kind of engage with volunteers and tell a story and, and motive, like, what's motivating to them to help. Like, if we just tell them, they're 65 and live on a golf course, probably not somebody we want to potentially help if they're, you know, physically able and have the financial, because at the same time, we're not trying to take business uh, away from landscaping companies as well. In fact, we're trying to work with them. So like if you were to visit our volunteer intake form, there's individuals that can register with us. There's landscaping companies, there's um, socially responsible organizations, and even uh, institute, uh, schools and institutions going from elementary all the way up to higher ed. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great way to do it. And of course, I'm sure it's challenging. Now, let's let's talk about your change in uh, career. 
I mean, not that you've completely changed, but uh, that part, you know, as someone who's experienced an unexpected and significant career pivot, what advice uh, would you have for others facing, you know, unexpected life changes or challenges? Yeah, no, um, you know, I, I was just going back to um, that first year, you know, I was pretty much out of work for nine or 10 months before I actually was able to take on contract work. So my, again, I'm not an expert, uh, but if, whether it's, you know, getting laid off or in the middle of a job transition or any other life happenings, um, reflecting back, helping others help myself internally, externally, um, you know, it was definitely, you know, a stressful time. So, the only thing, the only words of advice, I mean, it sounds cliche, but helping others can definitely help oneself. Like they say, the joy of giving, isn't it? That's what, hmm? so looking inside and uh, figuring out what you really need, what you really want, um, would help. Oh, you mean like just for the, the, the non-perfect foundation? Yeah, no, for yeah, no I mean... Um, yeah, I mean, again, like we're all just a labor of love, uh, all volunteer based, no salaried employees. So, uh, you know, we do have, you know, fixed costs, you know, ranging from website, a, a dedicated website hosting to get uh, to manage all the traffic that we are receiving through um, uh, organic and public relations. And um, so many, so, so many avenues. Yes. So many avenues. Could you, you know, we have, you know, technology needs like if. If you look under the hood of our everything going on, like we have this humongous project management board um, mm -hmm. just across multiple areas of the company from mm -hmm. marketing to, uh, you know, referral partnerships to technology to governance. So, um, so you do need I keep saying I keep. Yeah. So we need not just if you go through our website uh, uh, volunteer form, which by the way, like I didn't speak about that a lot, uh, but um, over this past winter, we invested a lot in the um, both uh, navigation and the experience. We actually had the help of a, a Google Translate designer officially uh, help design our, uh, re redo our navigation and our volunteer intake. Um, nice. And where we received a, a grant from Google uh, on behalf of her uh, contributions. Uh, so we use some of that to hire on a, a web development company overseas to kind of mm -hmm. bring it to fruition. Um, and where was I going with that? I don't even know. You're, uh, talking, about yeah. <laughs> You're talking about volunteering and what other needs possible, you know, possible. Yeah. So, okay. Happens. So, so one, one of the steps is like, we're like our, our core, our core focus is, um, as we're known for is lawn mowing and maintenance and trimming. Mm -hmm. um, one, one important point that I didn't mention here that mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to also mention that has resonated is we've also incorporated into our mission the use of uh, eco-friendly battery-powered equipment. So not only are we looking to help people, but also kind of help the environment as well. Again, we're not wow. turning away. We're not turning away gas-powered equipment. Um, again, cause we, we can use all the help we can get. Uh, we'd rather, you know, help per, uh, someone from getting a thousand dollar fine if someone just only happens to have gas power. But along the way, we want to encourage the use of eco-friendly products. 
True. And that has resonated with, you know, some of the biggest equipment makers, you know, you might have heard of Milwaukee Tool or Ryobi or mm -hmm. Steel, mm -hmm. all of which who have made in-kind donations of equipment directly from the brand to our nonprofit where we've been able to upgrade active volunteers. Um, and so, cool. yeah, so we're, yeah, so we're um, trying to focus on battery powered equipment uh, mm -hmm. as part of our mission now, uh, being forward thinking, knowing that, you know, even locally here in New Jersey, all the way out to California, like there's towns and even states considering or even already implementing the ban of uh, leaf blowers, gas powered leaf blowers. Mm -hmm. So we're being forward thinking in terms of like what's next. Uh, so that's part of our mission as well. But to, as a subsequent part of that, when you get into like the, the skills that you're offering as a volunteer, not only can you select, you know, lawn mowing and trimming mm -hmm. and um, pruning, but you can expand awesome. contrarian options, whether it's native plants, rock gardening, and that's just not the landscaping. We also give options because, you know, we're helping um, elderly. Uh, and so, um, you know, some of their other needs may be some things that we they ask us about that we don't specialize in, so we we've ex, expanded in a way that giving you know volunteers and partners to enlist, whether it's home security or um, mm -hmm. uh, you know door widening or wheelchair wheelchair ramp building, mm -hmm. um, and also on top of that we're giving the option for back office needs. So we're always looking for help, like whether it's volunteer recruitment and as all these other you know areas of so um yeah vetting the yeah. process yeah true very true so, so well yeah uh, I, i'm sure the people who are listening to this podcast would be happy to volunteer for you uh especially if they are so how do they connect with you on the website yep so if you go to i want to mow your lawn.com we also have a dot org uh working eventually on transitioning that one of the many things in our pipeline but if you go to our website you can uh register to volunteer you can click on the contact form. You can also just contact us. We have seven active social media channels uh, populating content of the actual yard work that we're doing. And we like to call them moments, M-O-W. So if you- uh, Moments, yeah, that's lovely. <laughs> wonderful, so, wonderful. Yeah, so um, social media website. Fantastic. Thank you, Brian. It was wonderful talking to you and understanding why you started this process and how it's helping seniors and uh, people who need it. Uh, you have this, um, you know, indomitable spirit, uh, and you've just proved that that can indeed change lives. Thank you for joining us on Chizuba Talks. Thank you very much. Appreciate the time. Helping a neighbor is not just an act of kindness. It is a cornerstone of strong and compassionate communities. Being there for your neighbors and helping people who need help fosters a sense of unity and support. Let's make a difference in our lives. Think about it. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you.